Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'd like to talk about narcissists and psychopaths. Now, I was at a dinner last night, a very special evening actually, in memory of Preeti Simpson, who was the sister of a very good friend of mine. And um, I was sat next to someone called Rob, who mentioned that he'd come across the word narcissist quite a lot recently in everyday conversation. And at our table, he just posed the question, he goes, well, what is a narcissist, really? And it got me thinking, because it is a word that's bandied around. And particularly because I've seen online some of the work of experts who are busy working in a world where people's lives are being destroyed because of either narcissist abuse, narcissistic behaviour, or someone who has narcissistic personality disorder. Now, they're not really all the same thing. And even I've had to really take a hard look at classifications and definitions to separate out what's what. So I guess the first thing with any word like narcissism, which is an ism, um, is that there's a sort of spectrum. You know, it's like the word hedonism or plagiarism. Um, In its sort of loosest sense, it, for me, identifies someone that is essentially a bit self-obsessed and doesn't think about the needs of others. But that's very simplistic. And the root of the word comes from Narcissus, who in Greek mythology was so attractive that regardless of sex, everyone was attracted to him. And rumour has it that actually he rejected all advances and then fell in love with his own reflection in a lake. But I want to sort of think about how and when we hear it in modern times. So the person that springs to mind the most two actually that it's been used with recently both from the world of politics are Donald Trump and Boris Johnson and if you think about their actions and behaviours some of them could be classed as narcissistic definitely thinking more about themselves than others but I think the other thing that interests me is that my friends who are psychiatrists and psychologists um, say that with narcissism, there's there's an element of wearing a mask that any kind of criticism is taken really badly. And beneath that veneer is someone who is deeply insecure and worried about their own self-worth. And they have to kind of puff themselves up to appear as though they're the greatest to the rest of the world. There is another type of narcissism, which is called vulnerable or sometimes covert narcissism as opposed to overt, which is the type I was just describing, who are very ebullient, if you like, like Trump and Johnson. So covert narcissism is harder to spot in a way because these are really nice people who appear to be empathetic, but they're feeding their own need via that behaviour. So one commonality is the sensitivity to criticism. But also that you're more important than everyone else, that you are somehow special. And ultimately, this manipulation and exploitative nature of their behaviours. I think the nicest 
because actually when you look online and and when you read papers on this it, it it confused me more than it helped me i want to kind of work out the difference between what i guess is true narciss you know something that's pathological which is narcissistic personality disorder and the occasional narcissistic behavior which frankly most of us spot in a lot of people that we've come across or worked with or know in person and the best explanation i've i've come across i can't even remember where is kind of a spectrum i guess like i was saying at the beginning about anything that ends in ism um where at one end you've got narcissistic personality disorder which is a classification for a mental health condition that has certain features it's quite interesting because in the dsm which is the book that classifies mental health disorders stands for the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental health disorders no actually it's mental disorders apologies but when when you read that it's it's fascinating because the kind of narrative is yeah, it's someone who's grandiose, feels self-important, is preoccupied with fantasies of success and power, uh, believes they're special, requires excessive admiration, has a sense of entitlement, is exploitative, lacks empathy, is envious. God, there's lots of ease there, aren't there? Um, shows arrogant, haughty behaviours and attitudes. You know, I've worked with someone like that more than once. Does that make them... A narcissist or does that mean they have narcissistic personality disorder because nearly everyone you meet will say oh you know my, my sister's boyfriend's a bit of a narcissist or so-and-so's ex-wife is a narcissist they, they seem to be everywhere I've got friends who go well the problem is that my my sister-in-law and my dad are both narcissists what do they mean by that probably what they mean is that a lot of their behaviors would fit on that list that I just read out and I've realised that you can only be diagnosed with NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, if you've been assessed and diagnosed by a psychiatrist who knows what they're doing. But the rest of it, you know, so that if you if you imagine a, a scale between someone who's not narcissistic in terms of their behaviours and doesn't have Narcissistic Personality Disorder, which is at the extreme end, but is just a sort of confident person... Then in the middle, you've got this weird melee of sort of someone who has got some narcissistic behaviours, maybe a bit vain, maybe a bit into themselves. And then the last stop is NPD. That's how I see it anyway. And, you know, I'm a medical doctor, but I'm not a psychiatrist. What about psychopaths um so again if you look at descriptions of psychopathy or sociopathy um and again these are classifications in dsm-5 um th there's a massive overlap in fact most of the characteristics of a narcissist or someone with npd fit psychopathy but the big difference in real life between narcissists and psychopaths is criminality and also the internal feeling of 
inadequacy that the narcissist is sometimes compensating for by seeking approval from others doesn't exist with the psychopath. So, in fact, that's what protects the narcissist from engaging in criminal activity. Interesting. Why do people end up like this? What is driving their behaviours? Well, before we go into that, I wanted to just talk about this everyday use of the word narcissist. And I guess in common parlance, if you're not really overthinking it and thinking of it as a a medical term, it's self-obsession. The world is more narcissistic, let's face it. Social media, me, 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 selfies. That kind of use of the word, I'm okay with. I think where people get irritated is when you describe someone as a narcissist and actually they're just selfish or you know a little bit into themselves and yeah maybe they've got narcissistic traits we've all got traits of different personalities personality traits and and if for a minute we just take the 10 um, specific personality disorders in DSM-5 which are not in any particular order um avoidant, dependent, obsessive-compulsive, histrionic, narcissistic, which we're talking about, borderline, schizotypal, schizoid, paranoid, and antisocial, which is pretty much the the psychopath. Um, You could argue, if if those are in extremis and an end point that gets you a diagnosis, that most of us have traits of some of those. I know many people that have anxious, avoidant behaviours. And we used to describe one of my best friends at medical school as histrionic, looking for, you know, attention and drama. And I think that's fine, as long as we can accept that, that that is just how people are. In terms of what creates personality disorders, but particularly as we're focusing on narcissists and psychopaths, narcissistic personality disorder... It's the usual thing. It's a mixture of genetics and environment. But one really interesting thing um, is there is a neuroscientist called James Fallon. And I remember years ago watching a documentary on one of the US cable TV channels about his work. So he's a neuroscientist and was doing a research project looking at PET scans, which are uptake scans that look at the anatomy of the brain in a variety of people. And when he looked at these scans... They were random, but some had Alzheimer's, some had schizophrenia, some were murderers that were in prison. It was a real mixed bag. But what he found was that there were certain areas in the brain that are linked to empathy that were abnormal on these scans when it came to people who displayed psychopathic behaviour or were classed as psychopaths. But the most shocking thing for him was that his brain scan also showed exactly the same changes. And he comes from a family where one of his descendants had been charged for seven alleged murders. Now, what's really interesting is he himself says that he's incredibly competitive, yet he's never murdered anyone or committed any major crime. And he even carries the MAOA gene, which is linked to violence and aggression. How is that possible? Well, his explanation is that he was brought up in such a loving family home that he thinks that may have been a protective factor. And this points towards our early life and how it governs our behaviours as adults. I've linked to his TED talk below because I think it's, it's worth watching and it's only six minutes long. Absolutely fascinating. 
Finally, if you're worried that you're a psychopath, there's a link to something called the Psychopath Test, which I took many years ago because there was a great book by John Ronson out about it and failed it miserably. And I, I think, you know, just in terms of putting this all into context, that these words get bounded around, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I've said it many times about people at work or people I've studied with or you know people at medical school or it's like oh my god he's a complete psycho it's a terrible thing to say because it's not particularly nice but um these things come from behaviors and traits that people have and I don't think anything's meant by it a lot of my work colleagues often say to me they think I've got ADHD they're probably right but it's not quite the same as saying someone's narcissistic or psychopathic (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to leave it there this week. A nice, short, sharp one on something that I think needs a bit of clearing up, and I hope that's helped do that. Okay, that was it for this week on Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Do let me know if you want any particular topics. I've got so many suggestions, I am getting through them. That one I just had to do because it came up out of the blue last night and it was on my mind overnight take a look at the Facebook page there's all sorts of things on there and on LinkedIn I'm doing a live talk at the House of St Barnabas in January to tie in with the paperback release of the health fix so if you're around do come along and say hello but until next time do take care stay well look after yourself bye for now